0: Two sides of the story, two sides of the story, two sides of the story, with Tom and Sean.
1: Oh, Welcome to Two Sides of the Story, that is
0: Sean Sides. And that is Tom Sides. How you doing, big guy? I'm doing alright, man. How's about you? Doing pretty good for the most part. I can't complain. We've had a, like a nice little reprieve from the cold lately in the city, so it's been nice to just like sit outside enjoy some fucking weather for once, which is nice here and there. You know what I mean nice. I love We've the sun shining had- when it's been like weeks or it feels like weeks since you've had sunshine. It's nice to just feel the heat of the sun on your face, even if it's like plus two only.
1: <laughs> We've had every season this week,
0: yeah. Yeah, 100%. You, like you're saying there?
1: Yeah. We've had every season this week.
0: Nice.
1: So it was like, we got like a whole bunch of snow on Friday. And then it rained and went away. And then it was beautiful. And then it rained again. So like, I got like winter, spring, summer, fall. All in the last like four days.
0: Nice. It's always fun. We get that like in one day. (laughs) yeah you know living in edmonton you don't like the weather turn around right yeah but
1: you don't don't like the weather wait a minute
0: yeah exactly you know it's fucked up it's february next week i realized that this morning and was like holy cannoli the year is already starting to fly by but it's a good thing in certain ways because this time of year isn't the funnest time of year i much prefer the summertime so the warm weather or spring rather is on the way at least
1: no no I'm a big winter guy man yeah you oh. say that
0: often you enjoy the winter I don't mind it I don't hate it I like every day but I prefer being able to go outside and not have my face hurt
1: yeah that's why I like winter
0: your face hurts in the other seasons
1: well you like burns and like uh-huh. too hot that's sad. and then you're a sweaty mess and then I don't tan well And
0: no you're a red guy yeah. hey
1: I just, I don't know, and I'm in the sun a lot always, and then I get all leathery and shit. You know how it goes. That's
0: tough. The sun does me well. I I look handsome with a tan. You don't tan, though. I do tan. By late August, there's a little bit of a darker tinge to my skin. You go from, like, pale to a little less pale. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. White to I'm a very white man, that's for sure. My skin is a very white opale. Sickly to
1: less sickly.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't say sickly, but um I'll let you know if it ever gets to that point.
1: Yeah. Uh you get the like Wednesday Adams tan going.
0: Wednesday Addams?
1: You don't know who Wednesday oh, Adams like is? Oh like
0: Adams family you're talking. Yeah. Nice. Isn't there they like a can. new show or something out about that?
1: Yeah, it's pretty good.
0: I figured you watched it. I'm just fucking with you. Of course, I know who Wednesday Adams is. I just knew it's that good. you would have watched it already, of course. and No, yeah. I haven't watched it. I, I thought it was like more of a teenager directed towards show.
1: That doesn't mean it's not good.
0: That's true. No, I didn't. wasn't saying it wasn't good. I was just simply saying I thought it was directed
1: towards I just like the Addams Family. So you give me anything Addams Family, I'll watch it. I was a little bit disappointed with the animated movies. Yeah, mostly because like, that would be, that would have been like my cast for like a new live action movie if they were to do one. Did you go through and I a goth like,
0: phase ever?
1: Never a goth phase. Just I wondering because I know you one. like
0: like metal and stuff like that. I, if you went goth, like, did you ever do the makeup? And no,
1: no, never. No, a lot, I lot of people did. Similar, I my my the, the my version of metal was. Um, a lot like the Fred Durst look, but I would wear like a metal t shirt, jeans, and then a backwards hat all the time. And then like sometimes a jean jacket. Like I would never do the makeup. More stuff of a hard rock day. look
0: than a metal look. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, I would go to like slipknot concerts and all that. Yeah, no, maybe I wouldn't fit in with that, but no, I was never goth. Although I like Tim Burton movies. Are you against the enjoy... goth?
0: Like you say. Seen... A little bit derogatory in the sense of, like, oh, no, I don't know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I never fucking
1: went. No. no, no, I'm not against it either. It's okay. just the, uh, seems very time-consuming.
0: Yeah, no shit, eh? I ain't got the time for
1: yeah. all that. Yeah. And I would shop at those stores, but I just like the T-shirts. Like, I wouldn't get, like, the accessories or anything like that. I'm not a big accessory guy. I don't even wear a watch. I don't. Like, I, I get actually worried about the day where I would actually have to wear a wedding ring. <laughs> Because, like, I don't do jewelry.
0: It is odd when you see someone like a man who is, like, a jewelry man. And you're like, oh, cool. Like, that's neat. once in a while, like, I'll rock a ring or walk. I run, Like, to, if we're going out for, like, a fancy dinner, I'll wear one of my fancy watches just for shits and giggles. But I don't wear jewelry on the daily.
1: Like, I don't have a watch. No, like, you should. Every
0: man should own a nice watch. At your age especially. You should have at least one Why? nice one for going out.
1: It's, Why my phone tells the time?
0: It's a status symbol. It's like not yeah. being a boy anymore. Like it's being a fucking grown ass fancy rich man.
1: Really, I don't see the appeal. And if I were to get a watch, I wouldn't get a wristwatch. Get a pocket watch. That's Those okay. That would be classy yeah, as fuck. Like, yeah. Yeah. The, oh, excuse me. Yeah. Oh, the click The click like, And then the I open, keep it in right? my. And then I keep it in my pocket. And then, like, I carry on with my fucking day. I
0: see you in a vest while this is all happening. Like, you pull out yeah, so your vest pocket.
1: You, you, you would have to be in a vest. Yeah. yeah. That's the only way that works. Do you like vests? I've never actually. I think i worn one once for Addie's wedding. I love
0: it when you're wearing, like, a fucking tailored suit and it comes with the vest and you take the jacket no. off. It's a good look.
1: Yeah. I don't mind it. I, I've been. My look at weddings lately has been, uh. The shirt, tie, and suspenders. No jacket. Ooh,
0: that's a nice look. That's a classy look, too. Long or bow?
1: Long. Nice. I've never rocked a bow tie ever in my life. No. David, my brother-in-law, rocks a bow tie. I could never do it. Yeah,
0: I have before, but it's more like a tuxedo kind of look as opposed to a suit look, you know?
1: What's the occasion? Like, Um, Like, proms and stuff? Well, I
0: think the last time would have been Jen's wedding. Everyone wore, like, a black suit and white like the groomsmen and shit. Mm. So I think that would be one of the last times I did it, but I have worn one before. It's not a bad look. You'd be surprised like what you can pull off and what you can't pull off. You know what I mean? Certain ones you like, like, you know, those, uh, winter vests, the outdoor, like the black ones that have a little bit of padding and shit like that or any color, I guess. I always thought like they look stupid or like only Marty McFly could pull one of those off. And then I wore one one time, and I was like, "Oh shit, that looks pretty cool." And oh shit, it keeps you pretty fucking warm, but your arms still free, and they're not in a jacket, and it feels nice.
1: I like the uh, the ski vest look, like the uh, the the fleecy vest you can get. Uh, okay. Or like, like wear uh, underneath the
0: ski jacket. Checkered, you like that. Is that what you mean by fleece? Like oh.
1: no, 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 like just like a fleece. Like it's like, oh, okay. Okay. Know, okay. Like, feels like the inside of a
0: sweater, but outside of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the ones. Those aren't bad. I don't mind that look. Um, And then you get that with a long sleeve. Going going back to metal, the jean vest is a look that not many pull off. But boy, when they do, it's a pretty cool look. And it's usually in a metal type of setting.
1: Yeah, I was a big jean on jean guy. Like jean jacket, metal shirt, and jeans with a belt buckle. Yeah. i have
0: not rocked a jean jacket since age seven when i grew out of my jean jacket boy was i fucking beside myself when i lost i couldn't fit that jacket anymore because i was like i'm i'm a jean jacket guy i wear like rock this cool jean jacket and then i just one day i put it on and it didn't fit anymore i think i was around seven maybe eight years old and i haven't had one since but i would try one again
1: 30 years you make adult money just go to levi's
0: yeah you wear a grown man jean jacket have you yeah, as a feel? Wrangler,
1: it's great.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a Canadian tuxedo, I, I, I know, and I wouldn't mind. I, I like... wear
1: it. I, it's, I, it's a winter one, so it's got like a fleecy interior.
0: Okay, interesting. Yeah, it
1: works great. Yeah, got I, I it, wouldn't I,
0: mind. Crystal enjoys a jean jacket from time to time, but I've just haven't gotten into that look in a long time. It's like a Canadian classic, though. Like it, it gives vibes of Degrassi to me, off Brian Adams, like that kind of feel, you know.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, I I put pins on it sometimes. What's that? I have a Kevin Smith pin. Like I have a pin on it as well. I have like a Kevin Smith pin on it. Of
0: course, you'd have to have a pin. You're gonna have a bald fucking Mm. jean jacket. I was thinking patches, maybe. I could see doing a few patches.
1: You have to do that on a straight jean jacket, I think.
0: Yeah.
1: Like a not like a winter one, but like a legit. Yeah, that's what
0: I was imagining in my head. If I was gonna get one, I think I'd go just strict jean jacket. Then there's like the. What tone do you do Do you do? Dark tone, a black one? Do you, I would do blue, probably traditional blue. That would be my... Yeah.
1: Do that with a flannel or a plaid shirt and fucking jeans. You're a fucking Canadian icon. Yeah,
0: I wouldn't mind trying that. I've never worn that look. Those threads have never donned this body. You'd have
1: to change your name to Terry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty and much. The, and then be like, oh... Hey there, bud. Can you, can you give me a beer and one for a little, I
0: always think in my head like it's Minnesotan. I always think that's yeah. the way I would go. Because yeah. it's kind of Canadian, too. No, uh, no. Minnesotan.
1: There's a lot of don't-you-knows. And...
0: Yeah, I just feel like well, they combine well. So, speaking of nobody. Minnesotans, um, I saw this clip the other day that Jason Siegel was talking about, like uh, an encounter he had during the pandemic. Did you hear about hear that by chance? no the gist of it was I'll try to find the video and send it to you it's pretty funny but the gist of it was uh, that he went to this ice cream place and when he was leaving the woman left like an inspirational note to it on him like uh, she recognized him from How I Met Your Mother and was like uh, you know oh he should have a big family blah 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 and then on the bag when he was leaving it said um, know the impact that you've had on the world or something like that and so he was like, it meant something to him. He's like, she's a pretty waitress, you know, kind of had a moment during the pandemic. He ordered some ice cream from this place. And on, again, it said on the bag, like the same kind of message to him. And he was like, Oh, so he like wanted to go back in to try to like meet this girl. And he goes back in and realizes when this other guy's walking out past him, that that's just their slogan that they write on every bag. <laughs> and, he <didn't, laughs> and he didn't have a special moment with this girl. And, uh, it was just, like, it reminded me, A, fucking, Jason Segel is hilarious, he's so genuine, yeah. and I, I love the guy, I miss him, I fucking miss his acting, I need to watch How I Met Your Mother again, because that guy you just... just...
1: watches new show. What's that? Watches a new show. What show? Uh, Shrinking, it starts tomorrow. Oh, well uh, As of the recording. Starts tomorrow on Apple TV, it's a, uh... I don't know. It's him, Harrison Ford. It's done by Bill Lawrence, who did Ted Lasso's Scrubs, and Spin City. Why the City. fuck
0: is it on Apple TV that's So inconvenient. Because
1: everything's on Apple TV now, man. Really? And because Apple Last TV time has Apple Apple.
0: dead. There wasn't like fuck all on it.
1: No, nah, man. A lot of things are. A lot of cool things are happening on t- Apple TV.
0: Huh? Well news to me i I love the guy i miss him he's fucking hilarious
1: it might be worth getting a free trial for apple tv
0: i think i might still be signed up for it possibly it's one of those apps that i was like oh yeah fuck i'll take it it's free free and then i just didn't cancel it yeah we all have those shameful uh apps
1: nope i learned how to get rid of them so i fixed that problem real quick
0: did you which one's
1: Like, I used to have, like, there was this, like, scanner app that I had, and then I saw that it was, like, taking money from this, like, from my credit card for some reason, which I didn't understand, and I was, like, trying to figure out how do I unsubscribe to this fucking thing, and then, boom, found it, got rid of it, and, like, whatever else was there that was, like, taking money from my credit card without my knowledge, I still about a stop to that real quick. Good plan. Yeah.
0: Um... There's a lot of exciting shit on the rise when it comes to the TV world. Did you watch any of, I don't know if you're familiar at all, Last of Us? Did you watch that?
1: Uh, I played the game, and uh, I want to watch it. I have started it. I watched the first half of the first episode because I know what happens. Did you play the game? No, I didn't. So I played the game, and I was just not emotionally ready to watch what I knew was going to come and happen. So I stopped watching. Fair enough. Did you watch the first episode? Yeah. Okay, so we can talk. The the main guy's daughter dies. Yeah. I'm not ready for that.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. It's
1: Cause when I played the game, like you have to do it in the game, right? <laughs> like, you have to like, like you live. You kind of live it. Yeah. In a sense, like, I like you- that you about the scenes the in some
0: games. Like there's I should shows that are made from video games are interesting in the sense that people have lived a lot and, of this shit.
1: And that's how the game Last of Us fucking starts. Sean. Yeah. Not not with the clip what they did, which I liked with the scientists talking about like how the fungi can take over and all that giving you a little bit more of a, a background in yeah. On on like how these zombies kind of happen or the clickers or whatever you want to call them. I, I I like that in a sense. Like kind of like it adds a little bit more. Um so I'm super down with this show. Pedro Pascal is killing it this year. Like, you know how every, like, every, there's a couple of years where just, like, one guy or one actress or Justin fucking. It's their everything. pocket. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, we're in the age of Pedro Pascal. He's in fucking everything right now. For he's sure. in The Mandalorian. He came off Game of Thrones. He came out of fucking nowhere, too. He was just this, like, this one thing from Game of Thrones, and then all of a sudden he's in Wonder Woman the mandalorian yeah the uh, age of him part, is funny
0: when that when it starts uh, hitting for you it can happen at any age and right now it's his fucking time like you said
1: yeah what well, yeah and it happened like it happened to hugh jackman it happened to chris pratt it happened to jennifer lawrence um it happened to um tom holland it, it like it happened to jude law like in 2000 that's when i first started noticing it as soon as you become like there's these moments of just like being like the it guy like this person like holly wants to plug you yeah like i remember like watching lemony snicket's uh a series of unfortunate events movie and like at that time sky pilot was out and something else and like all of a sudden the narrator's jude law holy fuck this guy's in fucking everything in the theater right fucking now yeah like oh my god he's like literally in everything and then, like, and then everyone else kind of takes a turn. And then, I like it. Yeah, there's the it's guys cool, that I can think.
0: do it multiple times, like Brad Pitt and Tom Hanks are both examples. Where there's certain eras where they were just in everything. It happened in the '80s with like late '80s with Tom Hanks, and then again around the time of Saving Private Ryan and Forrest Gump, and he was fucking just killing and like all the no, love movies too.
1: He was in like all the big comedies of the '80s. Yeah, like Splash, exactly. Big, and, um, like all, all the people uh, in Seattle, Turner Hooch. And then, like, boom, all of a sudden he's in Forrest Gump, oh, Saving yeah. Private Ryan. Uh, like, like he's doing yeah, he's these, been in like, that pocket a few and, times where you're just like, you know. That, that thing you do. Um, like, he yeah, like, you get in the zone. They're, but then there's just actors that are they just like, you see them every so often. I don't think, uh, I guess Brad Pitt kind of had it a little bit, but I think as long as. Um, what's his name Quentin Tarantino is an actor uh, director Uh,
0: Brad Pitt will always have work yeah well for Brad Pitt it was like originally when he just came up he was huge like River Runs through it and around that time and then he did like an appearance on a couple TV shows and then Uh, The Ocean's Eleven, Ocean's Twelve, Ocean's Thirteen phase, where he was again, like, fucking in everything for that little pocket. It just comes and goes for actors and actresses. Like you said, though, Pedro Pascal, it is his moment. I know nothing about Last of Us, so it's very interesting for me to, like, discover a new zombie apocalypse kind of storyline and mushrooms. It is a
1: game worth playing. What's that? I'm not, like, it's a game worth playing. Yeah? To be honest, if you have a PS4 hanging out, I would get it if I were you.
0: Hmm. Is it MD not cheap? on Xbox?
1: No, I think it's one of those only? PlayStation. Like, eh, not only a big games. deal. I'll never
0: play it, but it's still fun to watch something new. I, I'm probably going to pause on it now, though, and go back and finish Walking Dead because I don't want to leave two open apocalypse shows. I want to just go pound through Walking Dead, and then I can come back to this. We and...
1: gave up on Walking Dead years ago. A lot of
0: people have yeah. I'm I, I gave know. up on it too, but I can revisit it because I want to finish it. I don't... What stage... We talked about this, like, fucking a year ago on the podcast, probably almost to the day, but what... Where did you give up on Glenn?
1: No, it was way before then. Uh, I gave up season three. Oh, wow, early. It was after the barn season. Yep. And they open up the barn, and, and then they find the little girl that they've been looking for that whole time. Yeah. And, and, like, Shane comes back as a fucking walker and all that, like... Like that, I, I, like I gave up then, and then, I don't, I don't know, man. Like I don't want my, like, I, and they do this trope all the time of just apocalypse zombie movies is just humanity hum- humanity at its worst instead of uniting humanity. Yeah, the
0: opposite is what we love usually the most. <laughs> so,
1: like it's like it's it's so weird to me of just like, nah, man, that's my fucking that's my wrench. Yeah, man,
0: share it. Like we can be friends. Nah, I'm on my own. Yeah, that's how I survive. You're not wrong too. And like in reality, we did the opposite of what The Walking Dead shows. They're like it's gonna bring out the worst in humanity, and every little cell, every pocket of human civilization that's left is all gonna war with each other within the same. But in like we had that prior to what we have now, and then we were like, hey, uh, you like that too? Yeah, me too. Okay, well, I guess we can kind of live together and that's kind of yeah. like, you know, we'd have a lot more in common than we wouldn't have in common. Doesn't it suck that, the, that fucking zombies are real? Yeah, man. You want to, like, try and kill them together? Yeah, man. Like, it would be easy yeah. to make friends in that world, and there should be, like, a buddy movie made in that world. <laughs> like, yeah. Seth and Rogen like... and fucking,
1: uh... Yeah, I... What was his name? Like, the, the mayor or the... Yeah, the, the dude, mayor. The, the yeah,
0: governor. Like that the dude. governor.
1: The governor. Like, that's it. The governor. That, like... That's where I fell off. Fair enough. I Uh, would like to be...
0: It was just like the power trip of like, my name's the governor. You're like, bitch, you're just some guy. Your name is Carl. You're not like something stupider than Carl even because Carl's his kid in the movie. But it's just funny. I know what you're saying for sure. I made it a lot further to a point where it was so stupid that I was just like, there's no... Like there's these uh, people that wear faces of the zombies so that they can walk with the packs of zombies and so these people capture some of the good guys and cut their faces off and then wear them into a carnival where all the alive people are in the town no one notices that they're not the person they think that they're the person because it's like a face-off Nick Cage type of crazy fucking thing where
1: well i'm fucking sold yeah
0: you're gonna love it now but like <laughs> they go in and they trick these other people to leave and then they killed like eight or nine people they murder them because they she lured them out while wearing someone else's face and i'm like yeah. imagine <laughs> in reality you're at some kind of shinde i'd have to be pretty fucking drunk to realize that you're not wearing some, or, sorry i'd have to be pretty drunk to not realize that you were wearing someone else's face and they're like, well, this wouldn't work. What's that? This wouldn't work, no. It would just wouldn't work. But in The Walking Dead, people were like, "Oh, hey, Brienne, what's happening? I can't tell that you're wearing someone else's face right now, or someone else is wearing your face." That was where you like, I get that it's based on a comic book, but you've tried to sell it to me as reality, as if this is my world. This is now like fucking completely unbelievable. I'm sorry, but it like that's not the way skin works. There's, like, bruising. I can...
1: Like, that's what I like about, like, comic book stuff, though, because I can make myself... If it's fully comic book, yes.
0: But, like, Walking Dead was selling itself as being real, right? Which is maybe, like, that might lend to you to make it better, because it is based off a comic book. So it's not reality. It's just a comic book. So, like, the governor's character makes sense if it's just a comic book world. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah, so like I was, I like I just had like enough with it. Like it was just like the same thing every season. Okay, let's go meet this new group of people that don't that won't like us. Nothing's like, changed. You know, but, it's still the like, exact same every right, season. All right, now we're gonna go meet a new group of people and we're gonna try and find a cure and survive and just do it as our group. And also people will die off and we'll take on new people, and then like I, it just became like I just it was a lot of rinse and repeat for me. And I was just like I don't. I can't hold on to this ride anymore.
0: Yeah, no, I get that. It's a hard one. There's so
1: much, there's so much, like, we're, like, since, like, like, the 2000s, we were at, like, the golden age of, like, television. Yeah. So, like, there's so many good stuff, and there's so many channels. Like, AMC brought us, like, Breaking Bad, The Walking Dead, and, like... You know, they really pushed the envelope. And then that pushed the envelope for literally everybody else. And then for a while, Netflix was just like, yo, we're going to come up with some crazy shit too. And then they just say, yeah. Even HBO
0: and uh, Showtime coming up with like Dexter and some of these really fucking controversial shows. There's
1: so much to watch that you can't watch everything. So you really got to pick and choose. No, you're right. I'm loyal to the Marvel stuff. And then like, apparently I'm stuck in like 1997 between... Right now, I'm watching
0: both um, Stargate and Spin City. Nice. Spin City was a good one. I like that show.
1: It was great. And that's also a Bill Lawrence show. Like, the dude that created Scrubs. That was his first show. Like, like one of his first shows. Like, he also did Clone High, which is also fucking genius. Isn't that a cartoon? Yeah, but hmm. still the same executive producer and writer. Yeah, fair enough. Like, that's also fucking awesome. Cool. And then he did scrubs and then who did cougar Town, and then who did and cougar Town's a really funny show if you get past the first season
0: yeah can i ask a question no why are you drinking out of a jar
1: um uh, it's because it's big
0: okay was it the only cup that was left
1: no it's just i i'm not a i'm not against drinking out of a mason jar and I wanted a lot of water. That
0: is a lot of water. It's a big fucking jar. I'll give you that. I just had to ask. Yeah. I was like, either a, it's moonshine, and he's gonna start fading away soon, or b, it's just it, sometimes you like the jar. You tell me,
1: you never drank anything out of a of a mason jar?
0: Have I not? Yeah. You, oh no, I have. With? In my twenties, when I had no cups that were left, and we we're like, ah, oh, there's a jar here. Let's put some shit. I in have it. cups.
1: But the thing is, just, I wanted a lot of water. There's a big mason jar. It's gonna do its thing.
0: Okay. It would have I don't been awkward if you said no things. to that if i said i could ask you a question you're like no I'm like, okay well moving yeah. on then um <laughs> yeah. no fuck off yeah next pretty much so yeah. on the topic of next as of february 16th season three of picard drops Yeah, excited? I'm excited
1: man um i haven't finished prodigy i kind of fell off the mark not that i didn't wasn't enjoying it i gotta I get on of... that too I just kind of stopped watching, and it was getting really good. Like, they met Janeway, and everything yeah. was getting, like... Yeah, really honestly,
0: exciting. it can, uh... You can pick that fucking up anytime.
1: Yeah. Where... But, like, it was getting really good, but... But it's got me to a point where, like, okay, I need some Star Trek in my life. Mm-hmm. Let's, like... I love
0: that we don't have to wait as long, like, because there's so many shows. I know Discovery's coming out shortly after Picard. They haven't dropped a date as far as I like, I I know.
1: I the one I'm most excited for is season two of Strange New World. Yeah,
0: that's pretty good. I, Me, it's Picard, because they're doing, like, the full TNG season, where I'm like, this is going to be fucking awesome, but...
1: Oh, it's going to be great, sweet however... Because right?
0: they're saying it's the last season, as of right now. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, it's going to be great, however, like, the story we got from Strange New Worlds was just... To me, it was classic Star Trek, of just the we're going on adventures, we're going to be doing things, we're going to we're gonna meet new like aliens in space uh, and planets and we're yeah there's uh, no arguing
0: it's great i'm excited for it as well it'll be fun to see the crossover episode too of uh lower decks
1: yeah and then like what i what i like about picard is like it gives me all the nostalgia feels which is great it's just like there's something about episodic television over a linear over a linear storyline
0: you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. There's a big difference between the type of storytelling, for sure. You have to wrap things up within one hour. And it's fun to, like, it's climactic in that way because you know, whereas, yeah. like, you can go five episodes without having anything wrapped up when it's a continuous story, which is
1: frustrating. Yeah, I you just like, which is cool in the sense of just like, all right, well, I'm hooked for the next fucking week because you keep on dangling things.
0: Yeah, you know what I, mean? I don't need to be but dangled, also, though, for sure, you know? Yeah,
1: i just... Just give me some fun space adventures where everyone's okay in the end. That's kind of like... for a few people that wear a yellow shirt in TNG or the people that wear red shirts in the in the OG.
0: Yeah. yeah. I don't mind, uh, like, example with you watching Stargate right now. It really was like that for, you know, the first eight seasons. It's very episodic. Very rarely. There's sometimes two-parters that carry over, but it's nice to do with that for sure. It becomes much less episodic. After I would say eight.
1: that there's, like, six episodes throughout the season that would connect what happens in the beginning of the show, and then they'll, then they'll talk about this, and then they'll have this episode, and then it'll all connect the whole season. In ways, yeah, but it's still super episodic. Yeah, it's super episodic, but, like, there's six episodes that are telling one linear story throughout. Yeah. Yes, they'll make mentions to certain things and other things and all that stuff. For sure. Or, but, like, through that is... Yeah.
0: But, yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be good watching uh, Star Trek again. It's new. I'm going to be enjoying the shit out of that. I'm just
1: excited to see Pacifist Wharf.
0: Yeah, no kidding, eh?
1: I hope we don't have to wait, like, all ten episodes to see him pick up a bat Yeah,
0: you want that, eh?
1: I I don't I don't want I don't want 10 episodes I want like give me like three where he like struggles with it like I don't know (laughs) like like my big thing when they had like evil tilk and it was just fine the next episode like I don't want that I want some struggle but at the same time like I don't want to like wait because he's a badass I want I want my badass Klingon back
0: yeah for sure you might never no. get him back. We don't really know what's going to happen.
1: Ron, Don't be negative.
0: What I would like to see in a way is that... Because we... Like with him saying he's a pacifist now. I have a fan theory I'm going to throw at you right now. I
1: think... Hold on. Hold on. I'm ready.
0: Okay. I think that he went to Vulcan. Into the monasteries there. And found peace in logic. And so now... Not only, like when he goes and there's gonna be an epic fight scene, he's gonna go straight to the Vulcan nerve pinch and be like, "I found a much calmer, peacefuler way to end a battle of a str- or a struggle in a battle," and he doesn't fucking popping out nerve pinches every which direction. Could be. I disagree with you. <laughs> it's a fan theory.
1: I yeah, know. I have a is. different theory. I have a different theory. Okay. I think you might be right with where he went. I I'll give you that. That sounds, no pun intended, logical. But I think why he goes is because he couldn't handle his breakup with Troy. And now we're going to get some fucking, hey, here are some answers to some things that we just kind of left alone in TNG.
0: That'd be Because fun. when
1: That's we awesome. end TNG...
0: If Warf changes it end- ruins his whole life because of one chick, I'd be like, you're a bitch.
1: Hey, it happens a lot, man. A lot of people make a lot of game life changes because of breakups.
0: I guess. Yeah, you're not wrong. I right. like, uh, do you think now here's a fun question this is another like fan kind of theory do you think we'll hear anything about alexander
1: we must you think we'll hear something, so, yeah? yeah i think he'll <clears throat> exist and he'll just be like head of the fucking klingon council or something
0: yeah it's possible he would be part of the house of martok as well right
1: yeah didn't they like make peace and like become like better off in uh with war?
0: Like you see your dad once every 10 years, yeah, they made peace, but this is now fucking 20 years later, so obviously he like war's probably got grandkids he doesn't even fucking know about and he doesn't want shit to do with them either. <laughs>
1: it's fair, it's pretty fair.
0: What do you do? Happens mm-hmm. all the time, people are deadbeats.
1: Yeah, but I'm sure he's... I bet you has a smoking-ass smoking, uh, smoking ass wife. We'll because see. Because, as we established in an earlier podcast, we're fucking poles.
0: He, uh, he used to, but maybe not anymore. We don't know. That's the curiosity of it all, right? No, it'll be fun. So with- I like the idea of what's happening, and it's something I wanted for so fucking long. If any of the Star Treks I wanted to come back, it was going to be TNG, so I'm just excited to see. Like, it's weird to... I don't know what's going to happen in the way of tying into any of the other shows because there was mention, like, a few little cookies, Easter eggs, if you will, in Picard Season 2 to do with Deep Space Nine, but nothing ever came of it. So I'm like, will they stop at the port? Is there anything at all that they're going to throw us from that universe? Like, Prodigy's giving us some little glimpses of Voyager. We've still gotten no glimpses of Deep Space Nine, so I'd like to know. Oh, that's not totally true, sorry. They did stop there in... uh, Lower, Lower Decks. I forgot about that, yeah. that was And that was awesome. That was fucking awesome, yeah. So I love these little tie-ins to each other, which is really exciting.
1: Yeah. Like, there's a whole bunch of cool stuff on the way. Like, I don't know. Like, I would like to get an answer one way or another of what Cisco's up to.
0: Yeah, same.
1: But, you know, bigger there's like talks.
0: Shooters. There's been talks of movies and other spin-offs and shit. You could like honestly because DS DS Nine is a spaceport. You could just make that show again right now, and it would be great. It's not like a you reboot; could. it would be a continuation. You could just have a whole new crew, or some of the same actresses or actresses come back, right?
1: 100 percent. You can you can have literally everyone back. if yeah. you wanted. or
0: even on Oda. the flip side, nobody. If you, had I think
1: to, that would piss some people off, though.
0: They'll always, yeah, there's a lot of those motherfuckers haven't But
1: also, it. like, those don't work Like, remember, like Saved by the Bell, the new class Where yeah. the only one that was the same Was Belding and Screech came back As a teacher's aide
0: There's a new one as well, right? With Zack Morris' more... kid
1: Yeah, there there is with Zach Morris' kid It's pretty kid. successful Yeah, um but there's like a—it's not the first like spinoff of Saved by the Bell that's ever happened. What I'm just saying is that there was one unsuccessful spinoff of Saved by the Bell, and it was like the new
0: class. Right. Yeah. In relation to what? Sorry.
1: Like how it's based on it was all like it was in DS like we're talking about spinoff for DS Nine or we're bringing back DS Nine. But if we did it without the original cast or you only did what it stopped. flopped
0: too much, is what you're saying. Like that yeah, show yeah. flopped did it, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, you never know. You never know what you're gonna get. It's a fucking exciting mm-hmm. time to be alive because we just get so much new content, like you said earlier. It's just never ending, you know what I mean? But the classics that are coming to us, I'm excited for. The Star Trek and-
1: that nineties show just started.
0: Yeah, I watched the first episode. It was pretty fun.
1: Yeah? It's good?
0: Yeah. It was very poorly made, I'll say that. The production value is much less than that 70s show. Like, it feels not real. When you're watching it, you're just like, is this... Was this a low budget when this was made? Because it doesn't, like... You know how that 70s show... I don't know. This is just my opinion. Maybe I'm, like, a little off-kilter here, but it just didn't feel genuine when you're watching it. It felt like it was a show that they were acting out and all happy to be back, but it was just, like, a shtick it wasn't like reality if that makes sense okay but it was okay it was fun like seeing those characters i love red and kitty that they're both still alive and doing well and it's just fucking awesome to see them back in that house and it just like the production value could have been a little better and it would have been felt more real if that maybe just might be the way they're filming it the choices they made i don't know it just seemed a little bit like hokey okay but still good like it's still fucking really nostalgic and fun it sucks though too because that 70s show isn't on netflix anymore so you can't like brush up on that and then go back and watch the 90s show to like compare the two you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's kind of weird so it's like strange in that sense but it's good
1: nice i i plan on getting it a watch with hillary so i gotta wait sweet but yeah did she watch
0: no. uh, that 70s show as well I assume. Nice.
1: She. the only reason why I. I guess like she would really want to watch that '90s show, right? It yeah. seems like you would have to.
0: You would assume so, yeah. That's a fair assessment. Yeah. <clears throat> but no, yeah. Me, me and Crystal watched it. Both kind of felt the same way. It was. It's good. Like it was a fun uh, half-hour watch or hour watch, however the fucking long mm-hmm. it was.
1: It's always weird when you see those actors like at least Red and Kitty for me and other things when they're not being Red and Kitty. Like like Kitty shows up in like WandaVision for an episode and then she showed like she was in Friends. I'm not sure if you know this, but she marries Phoebe's little brother. Yeah. And then there's also like Kirkwood Smith who was in RoboCop. Like Bitches, leave.
0: He was also in uh, an episode of Star Trek, a really fucking good episode of the Voyager episodes, right? Year of Hell. Yeah. Those were fucking yep. awesome. Yeah, he's around. Right. He's been an actor. Like, he's in shit that you and me don't even know because it was out before we were born. Like, he's been around yeah. fucking forever.
1: Man, I thought, like, Robocop was a deep pull. But, yeah, no, absolutely. As soon as you said, yes, he was in our episode of uh, Star Trek. Yeah. And you just like, Yeah. I wonder what he looked like when he was younger. If he ever had like a full head of hair. Hey,
0: yeah, I'm curious too. It's all. I'm gonna Google it at this very moment. I'll show you. Yeah, you know, just
1: Google young Kirkwood Smith.
0: Yeah, I'm just gonna fucking Google his name. And see just, what it we're just gonna up. have
1: a Kirkwood Smith heavy podcast today. Find. I want to know what his first big acting gig was and what he looked like when he was younger. That's what I need to know right now. So oh, like, but how long he was long also a even...
0: Klingon at some point and a yep. Kardashian.
1: I remember both those actually.
0: Yeah, you always forget these things, but then they come back, and you're like, oh, they always
1: bring are... back actors to just like
0: say that again. Sorry,
1: they always bring back actors all the time for like different. That was one of the uh, beautiful things about Star Trek is that they would always bring back similar actors to play things.
0: Yeah, that is very very much yeah. true.
1: So, it, so is Kurtwood Smith first. First and foremost, so I had his name wrong before. What were you saying, Kirkwood?
0: Oh, I was hearing Kirkwood. Kurtwood, so it didn't come off that right. bad. You might not have even busted on that one. That's funny.
1: Yeah, All I'm just checking right, so. out. Like,
0: there's everything is ties him to either the Star Trek or that 70s show. So I don't know what the fuck. I'm just looking. Well, up. his earliest
1: I'm go I'm just searching on IMDb what his earliest thing was, and It was oh he was on soap, which was like. Uh, it was and a comedy, but he was, like, he was, was a, like, but he he's only, he's fucking
0: bald, like, in the old black and white photos, or balding.
1: Yeah? I think he looked better hilarious. as
0: he got older, to be honest. Oh, yeah. The bolder he see, got, like, the handsomer he became.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, he, he, he looks like one of those guys that only became, like, an actor, like, later in life.
0: Well, he was probably an actor, just an unsuccessful one, and then it finally hit for him, right?
1: Well, there there are stories of just like actors that were never actors until, and like their f- big role was their first big role. Yeah. Like, like the guy that plays Mbaku in uh, Black Panther, uh, his name escapes me right now. But that the Black Panther is his first like acting role. I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Um. Well, the it's impressive. When, like... Knight, Alan, uh, Alan, oh my God, Alan.
0: I love knowing that you can always reinvent yourself at any age. It doesn't matter how you can be 75 fucking years old and all of a sudden it's your time. You know what I mean? And I love that about being a human. And like it just, it's hope out there for anyone who's struggling in any way. You can always reinvent yourself. You can always, like, tomorrow's always a new day to like completely build and grow a new life for yourself, you know?
1: Alan Rickman's first acting role was Die Hard.
0: Yeah, and he was fucking old by then.
1: Well, I mean, define old.
0: Like 40? He was in his 40s. Yeah, Really pretty like, fucking old.
1: You're a nine iron shot away from 40, hey, buddy.
0: Hey, hey, I've been very nice you to you You did this to this me episode. last week. There's no reason for that kind of hate speech on this you podcast. You did this to me
1: last week. God. What? You did this to me on last week's episode.
0: <laughs> that's funny.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying, you're we a no, lot closer baby. to 40 than you are I just you were R-30. past your
0: prime. I didn't say you were old.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm not past my prime yet, buddy. Best year's coming.
0: You're so cute. I love you. <laughs> yeah.
1: Best year's still coming.
0: Um, me too. It's because with age and experience comes the ability to further enjoy life. When we're in our 20s, we don't know what the fuck life's about. Now we're in our 30s, we know what life's about, and we know how to please and enjoy ourselves. With toys.
1: And you can always count on us to please and enjoy ourselves.
0: Goddamn rights. <laughs> you got a problem with that <laughs> statement, sir?
1: Nah, man. Well, I mean, like, I think I'm in, like, a better position to, like, have, like, life experiences. So, like, I'm planning a trip to... Um, Buenos Aires, Argentina in March.
0: Yeah? What for? To go. Sweet. Yeah, it's a good yeah. uh, location for sure.
1: So, like, I was trying to figure out where to go on vacation. Hillary and I have different vacations in March. So I was like, well, if I'm going to go somewhere, I want to go somewhere cool. So I was talking to my buddy Josh because the week I have off is his birthday. It's his birthday that week. So I was like, dude, you want to, like, I have vacation that week would you like to go somewhere for your birthday and then we were talking about like japan we were talking about like italy we we're talking about like different things and then he tells me that his father who's from grew up in argentina is going to go visit his family he goes like would you want to do argentina instead i'm like dude that would be fucking dope
0: yeah that'd be really so, cool So like
1: we'll stay with his family and then we're like you're with people that like live there right that's so, like, even better you're not only gonna experience argentina you're gonna experience like the real argentina right you're gonna go and you're not going to, like, you're going to explore, but you're also going to explore the things that, like, no, 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 this is thirsty shit. This is real Argentinian. Yeah,
0: for sure. I haven't been exposed to a lot of, like, Ar- Argentinian culture. I don't know how you say that exactly. But, like, I know there's a heavy Spanish influence there, obviously. Like, they speak Spanish, a lot of the people from there, but I don't know, like, culturally too much about them, you know, like, is their food palette very similar to other parts of South America? Is it completely different? That kind of thing, would, I, would, I wouldn't I would know a lot about.
1: Neither do I, and that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. You go to these places and you learn.
0: For sure, that'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be a great time.
0: Good for you, man, that's exciting, that'd be a fun adventure, for sure.
1: Plus, plus it's like, super cheap to go to Argentina. Is it? Like, I, like, yeah. Has...
0: Have you, uh, traveled far with Josh before? Not like far, but like, like on a trip, have you guys gone on a bro trip together?
1: Um, no. Okay. Well, that'll like, be even more fun. Like, Is Hillary coming each each like she other. has
0: holidays as well? You were saying?
1: No, we, we have different weeks off.
0: Oh, okay. I see.
1: So it's just him and I doing our thing. Cool. That'll be fun. <clears throat> yeah. So Hillary has the next week off where she's going to go somewhere south. Like some kind of resort because that's what she wants, and I'm gonna go to Argentina and like, and I'm like the weekend before I was thinking about like just going to like Vegas, not to gamble, but like you can get to Arizona, like they I think you can do a day trip to the Grand Canyon or at least like the Hoover Dam. I want to see something I've never seen that's super historical. Okay. Right. So like. If I fly to Arizona, I feel like, okay, well, let's go to the fucking Grand Canyon. Like, I feel like to see that in person must be amazing. Yeah. And then, like, I don't, like, what's something in Canada that, that we have? Like, do we have, like, is it just Niagara Falls? Like, what do we have that's, like, the must-see thing?
0: Um. Well, there's a few things that I can think of right off the top of my head, obviously. Being from Alberta, Banff. You gotta fucking see that. Like, you gotta go up on the yeah, top of the mountain. I mean, I've seen Banff, yeah. Like, I've seen from You've seen already. There's another one where yeah. you have to see it. I think going up north, like obviously opposite direction, but going up north and seeing like the Yukon, that would be fucking cool.
1: Yeah, yes, yeah, the the Northern Lights in the Yukon and the Northern
0: Rockies. Like, seeing up the up that side of the mountains would be pretty fucking quintessential. Both oceans, you've got check marks on. Those are big things that you should see if you're in Canada um mm-hmm. you've seen the nickel um what else yeah yeah there is lots like that but i know what you're saying like yeah, as there, far there, as i feel Canyons, like it's
1: mostly in the united states right what's like, that the, the united those like big landmark kind of there's some nice ones the, there
0: too like um, they're,
1: they're mostly in the united states so i might take a weekend like the weekend before i go see josh it's like well you know i work where i work so it's doable yeah so, like why not? Like I've always wanted to see it. That'd be cool. And it's like a suit. It's like a nice just because trip
0: for sure. I'd like to see Yellowstone National Park. That's also not too far from where you're talking. Like it's yeah. California, but it's somewhere around there. I'd like
1: to see the Joshua Tree, which is in California. It's not cool. the Redwoods. Area.
0: Have you seen Redwoods ever? No. That would be fucking cool to see. Them. I
1: like. I want to see a show at uh, uh, was Red Rocks in Colorado.
0: Yeah. That'd be interesting.
1: Yeah, have you ever Googled that venue? It's fucking gorgeous. No, I haven't. Uh, you know what we said we would do on the podcast that we didn't fucking do? What's that? Is write up uh, our bucket list.
0: Oh, yeah, fuck. I'm still, I haven't not done it. Like I've been thinking about it because there's a lot of things. Like It's been in the back of my mind since we had that discussion because there's like things that i want to fucking do now like you inspired me actually quite a bit by talking about it because i'm like fuck man like life is good i want to experience things you know like the more experiences you have you life can be tough last year was a tough year and i'm like man i want to like achieve some of these things that's what i like another thing you said well we said while we were talking about it together is like what bucket list items have you already crossed off you know, like you meeting Kevin Smith and stuff like that, it's like looking back, like how where I started and where I am now, the bucket list things that I've already crossed off, that, that like, excites me, that thought of, like, we cut, <clears throat> excuse me, we sell ourselves short sometimes of the things we've experienced and the things we've done, but when you really start looking back on your life and pondering the things that you've done, you're like, I've done some actually pretty fucking cool things and seen some cool things and experienced some cool things already, and, like, I'd like to add to that. What is the next thing I'd like to do? So uh, I have had it in the back of my forefront.
1: Yeah, good.
0: You, what do you the got board. going on? What's your, uh, anything recent, bucket list related? Obviously, um, seeing a national monument in the United States is one. Yeah, see- but like,
1: like, it's a doable thing. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, the alarm just went off. I have to take out a roast. So if you want to vamp for a few minutes, for I'll sure. be right back. Yeah, you go get your
0: <laughs> roast, baby. I can talk this through. So, While Tom's gone, I'd like to take a moment to talk about something he doesn't give a fuck about. Because I do give a fuck about it. Coins, silver, gold, investments. What's everybody doing in your portfolio these days? Do you own anything physical? If you don't, I think maybe you should consider getting some silver. It fluctuates up and down, yes. But if you're in your 20s and your 30s and you have a hard time saving money, it's a fucking great way to do that. Start small, grow big buy an ounce of silver from your local coin store just walk in and say hey i'd like to you know start some kind of like minor investment. i'd like to buy some silver what do you have available that's close to spot that's what you want to say is spot because that's like the price with which the market holds the value of silver at that price goes up and down it's hard you're always going to pay premiums on silver i personally recommend getting like canadian maples because they're respected they're linked to a currency there's also the american silver eagle the libertad from mexico the from the new mint from the british mint there's like mints everywhere but if it's connected to a currency it's held to a little bit higher of a standard of value i personally collect things that i like things that i want to keep so if there's like a star trek ounce of silver i'll be more i'll gravitate more towards that to hold on to but it's just something like people should consider if you suck at saving money spend 35 40 dollars once a month once every couple months on silver and then in the course of like a year two years three years you'll find yourself with maybe 10 of them maybe 15 of them and then all of a sudden you have you know 400 500 dollars 600 dollars it's not a lot but when you're in your 20s it can be a lot and it can like be there a nest egg for you if you have kids like Addie, if you're out there listening You buy an ounce of silver from time to time. You got kids, bro. It it doesn't, like... It becomes vintage silver very quickly and becomes more valuable. If you end up needing it, if something happens, your car breaks down, you lost your job, excuse me, you have something to fall back on. If you don't need it, well, then it's some kind of, like, little nest egg for your kids down the road that you can be like, hey, check this out. Not to mention that, how cool is it to have a fucking little treasure chest? Get yourself a little wooden box... A lock for, not a lock for, it doesn't matter. But put your little silver pieces in there. Keep a few of them. If you are a baller and you can afford gold, I am not one of those guys. But if you are, get a little piece of gold. Get a couple grams. Get a, a five grammer, a ten grammer. Get something like that. It's not gonna lose its fucking value. It's always gonna be tied to currency. And it's fucking shiny. If you like collecting action figures or collecting anything at all, if you don't even collect anything. Don't do it for the collector side of it, do it for the investment side of it. That's all I'm saying. I'm not like one of the crazy people that thinks that the world's going to end and that's why you should have it, but if you do have it and that does happen, well shit, wouldn't it be handy to have something that's real? Anyways, Tom's back. How's your roast doing, big guy?
1: It looks good. It looks good. I'm taking it out and I'm letting it sit now, and it
0: should be primed for the
1: carving by the time we're done this podcast.
0: Nice. So... <clears throat> And that is all from the silver corner from Sean. We'll talk about this again in a future episode. Um, So I don't cook a lot of roasts. I cooked one of my first roasts ever within the last two weeks. I had never cooked a roast. I've eaten a lot of roasts, but I've never really cooked a lot of them. It's fucking fun. I love roasts, and I'm going to start to be cooking more large chunks of meat. Yeah. I know you've said roasts are one of your specialties.
1: It's a thing that I'm constantly working on. So, like, this one, like, I just seared everything in bacon grease. And then, like, I seasoned up the meat the way I wanted it to. And then I just... So, my buddy, Zach, like, he has a way of doing it. So, for every pound of meat it is, it's, like, 10 minutes at 500, uh, bake at 500. And then, after that, you shut off the oven, leave it at five like, so, like, you shut off the oven, leave it in there, for, like, every pound, it's, like, 30 minutes, or something like that. Right. So... That makes
0: sense, because you sear it, and then you, the inside has time to cook as it lowers in temperature. Interesting.
1: Yeah. So, I, I did one of those. But what it was inspired by is, because I made a beef stew earlier this week, like I said, we had, like, some really weird weather, like, it was, like, really like rainy and all that stuff and i had like the stuff to make the, the stew and i also like had like a turnip the turnip i had was fucking huge so some of the turnip went to, into the stew and then i was like what am i gonna do with this other half of turnip well if i make a roast it's it works well with the potatoes carrots turnip you know what i mean
0: so roast Nice. Um, Do you, like, have a specific cut of roast that you buy only? Like, are you loyal to a cut of beef, or do you mix it up? I mix it up. Yeah, what did you, what kind of roast is this?
1: Top sirloin, something. Okay. Uh, It was on sale today, and I was talking to the butcher. I do the on-sale roast
0: shopping sometimes at Costco or at Safeway. I'm like, I cannot buy it. Look at the fucking price of this thing.
1: there's, There's nothing better than a prime rib. If you can do a prime rib, bone in. Oh, yeah, those are nice,
0: for sure. I know, like...
1: It's expensive? Yeah. It's expensive to do, but if you... You know, if you're feeling fucking squirrely, like, yeah. my my landlord, Jamie, was just saying, like, that's pretty fucking ambitious for, like, a Thursday night. I go, like, oh, I don't know, man. I didn't know what else to do with the turnips. That's <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, honestly, I don't know what you... Like, what do you do with a turnip?
0: You lose it after that. After stew, after roast beef... Maybe after a turkey dinner, after that, what do you got? Yeah, It's not like a regular fucking meal. It's a bourgeois type meal. Is that did I say that right, my French translator?
1: Yeah, that's all right.
0: Bourgeois. Bourgeois, yeah. monsieur.
1: Well, now you're kind of wrecking what you did. Really? Anyway. I thought
0: I was still holding more
1: <laughs> <only> 10. <laughs> yeah, and, like, my beef stew was really good. Like, I don't know, like. I follow a recipe pretty good, but then, like, I'll do, like, I'll just, like, little things, or, like, I'll ignore certain things. Like, so, like, my big thing, if you're making a stew, and it tells you three cups of fucking beef broth, but the beef broth you buy comes in, like, this, like, the Campbell's, like, box, and then, like, you're still left with, like, an extra cup, I'm not putting that beef broth in the fridge in hopes that I'm going to fucking use it again Yeah, later. that's psycho. That's fucking... No. That beef broth going right in the fucking stew. I don't care if I did too much. It's going to be beefier. I don't give a shit. Oh, so it cuts down. Yeah. So, like, there's that. And then, like, uh, I have, like, some red wine I added for, like, flavor. I did, like, this. I, like, a, you know, asked for, like, this much
0: garlic. I put a little bit more. Like, I'll, And then
1: I'll mess around with, like, spices and stuff. Like, nice. Like,
0: it's, we're definitely in the age group now where we can, like focus more on spicing meats which is fun Mm -hmm. like i like doing tasty hamburgers every once in a while i'll buy a little bit lesser of a grade of steak with the intention of marinating it to tenderize it and it's fucking fun just like you have your go-tos but it's fun experimenting like maybe i'll try a little bit of this today and then you do and you're like god damn that's good and then it becomes part of your recipe you know
1: did i show you the meatball subs i made the other day
0: no but it sounds fucking like a couple
1: months ago like but, yeah, no, I was just in, like, a mood for Meatball Subs. And, like, I'm going to plug Allison here because I get my bread from Cobbs. We have one in Dartmouth. Oh, okay. I go to there. I love Cobbs bread. Has, uh, Allison has two in Calgary. I can't remember where exactly. But, Allison, if you're listening, go to the Cobbs, at your local Calgary store. Yeah. It's good bread. Anyway, like, I just – I want to plug it to f- while we're
0: on it just for a quick sec. fucking love bread. And Cobbs bread, they do it right. I'm not in Calgary – I'm in Edmonton, but I still support your franchise, Allison, because it is fucking awesome. The like pull apart uh, cheese, garlic bread, the fucking ham croissants. People think bakeries are only for sliced bread. Fuck no. Go in there and get the specialty shit. It's fucking good. Scones? Holy fuck. Holy fuck. Yeah, the,
1: the, the, cinnamon, the cinnamon scone is my fucking favorite. Is it? I
0: like the blueberry one because there's this little glaze on it. Blueberry lemon, I think. Ooh. Yeah, yeah I had it, it the
1: other day. I had it the other day, actually. It's fucking good, right? Yeah, uh, because I, I picked up some, like, buns the other day, and I was like, you know what? Hillary's never been to Cobb, so I picked up a cinnamon roll for dessert and then a scone for breakfast.
0: Yeah, I just realized, like, a gold mine for this show. You and me should be reviewing We're Two Big Men, who love food and love taste, people, bakeries should be paying us to try their shit so that we can be like, uh, it is so hey, Allison, good.
1: Allison, kick a little somewhere our <laughs> way, we'll plug your fucking show more.
0: Yeah, maybe we found our first sponsor by accident because of yeah. our love of fucking bread. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, sorry. So you got some cobs bread to go with your meatball sub?
1: Yeah, no, and I just made like some delicious subs. Like, that's what it was. Like, I got like inspired because like, like Montreal has these great sub sub places, and I'm not knocking like where I live, but at the same time, I haven't found a place that adequately makes what I want to have. Makes sense. So when that doesn't happen, guess who has to learn how to make what I want?
0: For sure. Me. I don't have so, a single specialty sub place in Edmonton that is a go to for me. I have Subway. I don't
1: think you have them. Like no. You, there aren't Italian people there. No,
0: not a lot. There's. Well,
1: there's the, the, the. What's that Italian store? Yeah. Michelle goes to. There's one, the, the Italian market. You can get some good sandwiches. Yeah, there.
0: we go actually. There's one on the West End here. I go there maybe once a month and pick up the Italian subs because it's 10 bucks for the sub and it's fucking huge. And we'll do it like if Kieran's coming for dinner, I'll go buy six of them, chop them up, cook them in the oven for 20 minutes, and it's like fucking on point italian subs yeah but
1: like there's the the, you gotta try like these other things like there's these like porchetta cutlet sandwiches that they'll do and then there's these like like there's just these things like italians know what they're doing and if i if i like my big thing from living outside of montreal was I miss fucking Italians. I miss the Jew- uh, Jewish people for bagels, and I miss Italians for their fucking self. Yeah, they
0: have, like, a mm-hmm. really strongly built-in cultures there where you, you can go into their areas and get their foods, right? Yeah,
1: <clears throat> yeah like, I, like, like, I keep seeing, like, these, like, New York reels of, like, different, like, sub places to try or pizza joints to try in New York, and I'm just like, oh, I gotta go to New York City and gain 30 pounds.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the challenge, um... I like some good food, man, but shit, that stuff weighs you down. (laughs) Yeah. What, like, is life worth living, though, if you just eat shitty fucking vegan food? I'm sorry.
1: I mean, if it makes you, like, I don't know, whatever makes you happy, if vegan food makes you happy, fucking go nuts. I'll say this, though, like,
0: Jen was a vegan for many, many years. Some of the best food I ever had back then was, like, her homemade soup. Yeah, I said it. Homemade soup. I liked it. It was fucking good. Didn't have any meat in it. What the fuck? But it's, like, damn yeah, good. Like, this, hearty. Right? The first food yeah. that Kieran's boy ever ate was actually some soup that Jen made at her house that was just the bomb. And I remember, like, you know, a baby trying their first solid food-ish because it was soup. But it's just yeah. funny, like, those things, right?
1: Yeah. But yeah. Like, I, like, it's just, like, things to do. Like, I didn't mean to get off, like, the subject of us. Like, we were talking about, like, hopes and dreams before we went Bucket on. Bucket like,
0: yeah. Hey, yeah. meatball subs, baby, roasts, yeah. I'll talk about food, all fucking, people are going to be driving like, to work on Monday morning, listening to this shit, having not eaten breakfast, like you sons of bitches.
1: Like, to all our Montreal listeners, give them a, as a fucking stop, or go to Monzo's for a fucking sub every once in a while. Like, as soon as, like, I find, like, a cool place, like, I gotta get, like, I gotta go, like, I, I'll, I'll get my fix in, like, I'll go do it, but, like. There's nothing like having it, man, and it's like there's these spots in Montreal that are unlike any other. So I say like this Monzo's, uh this place in La Salle. So if, like for me to go there, like I like, I would only go there if I was going to La Salle already. But there are a few times where I've just gone to La Salle to like, I don't know. It's like it, when you go to White Ave, like it's not a thing that you would normally do, but it's it's a because it's a ways away, but like.
0: I drive to Millwoods to go to my favorite doner place if I want a really good yeah. donaire. I'll I'll drive the twenty five minutes to fucking go and get a damn good donair.
1: Yeah. So anyway, like I'll do that. Like this place Monzo's when so instead of like bread, it's pizza dough. That's where they so that's how the like the sub starts. Interesting. And then it's like a two pound sub. Like Sean. Like this is
0: Yeah, it sounds pretty like, serious business.
1: Serious fucking business. And then this place Momesso's which is owned by Sergio Momesso, that's run by, I think, his brother. What it is, is, like, one of the greatest Italian sausage subs I ever had. Like, that, I don't know how they do it. There's just this rectangle fucking sausages on some grape bread with this homemade coleslaw that is nice and vinegary with this homemade hot sauce, which is nice and spicy but not over the top, just enough to give it a fucking nice little, how you doing? And then... It's, it's perfect. It's fucking perfect. I loved your Italian
0: culture that came out there. It was hot.
1: Yeah, it's just, it's fucking great. I don't know, man. Like, when I go back to Montreal, like, I try to be like, all right, who wants to go on this food adventure with me? Because, like, <laughs> I want this. I don't have this. I need to go to that. That
0: sounds very rewarding to the palate, that's for sure.
1: Yeah. So there's there's that. Like, every single time I go to Montreal, I get, like, one thing that I've had a hankering for that I just can't get anywhere else
0: that's funny i find that every year with john when he comes from boston because he just there's no fucking donairs in boston so the second like he gets here it's on the back of his mind this last trip out at christmas they were here for a couple weeks but he never got a chance and it was their last day they were leaving here at like two o'clock to head to calgary for their flight and i was it was like 11 o'clock in the morning i'm like john we have time and he's like no i don't think like i was like john i'm gonna go talk to your wife right now we're fucking going I'm like, Laurie, I'm taking your fucking husband for a donair. We will be back. Don't worry. Would you like anything? We're leaving right now. And I, we fucking raced at 11 a.m. <laughs> to fucking doner place that he loves best. Picked up some dirty, fucking greasy-ass donaires, rushed back home, ate them. And I was like, I had to do that for you, bro. Like, you, I knew you needed it. Like, you're not going to be back till summertime. That's a long fucking time. Like, we got to get that shit in.
1: Yeah. i a big donair guy.
0: Yeah, you, <clears throat> you told me that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. It's fucked up.
1: I love Donairs.
0: I don't know what to say. Donairs. Love you.
1: Yeah, and like, you know, the East Coast is like the birthplace of Donairs.
0: You know that, eh? No. Yes. I think Alberta is. Nope. I've heard that people say that East East Coast Donairs, and there's a place called here called Grafton and something,
1: Flowers and Grafton. Yeah,
0: they advertise that they have, like, authentic Eastern Canada donairs. I haven't tried one yet.
1: Yeah. What's I'm just the difference? Saying, like, I, I don't know. I don't like the fucking thing. Yeah, I
0: guess. Fair enough. When I hear Eastern Canada special donairs, I'm afraid that there might be bologna in it. So I'm like, I'm not going to fucking order that.
1: Why would there be bologna in Eastern
0: it? Eastern Canada steaks or bologna. What? Newfoundlanders I was hanging out with back in the day. They all would call a Newfoundland steak meant baloney, and it just made I me worried.
1: Just, I think it was just a bad joke, bud.
0: Mm, it was a joke, but they also meant it. And spam as well was in the equation in there, too. It's like, Yeah,
1: you know that Nova Scotia and Newfoundland are entirely different places, right?
0: Yes. Yes, I do. In- but it's a pretty small, they're very small communities, very close together. So I just group them together mentally because I've never been there.
1: Yeah, no.
0: Uh, Like, how close is it? It's like Edmonton, Calgary almost, isn't it?
1: No, no, it's not. How long does it take
0: to get to Newfoundland from Nova Scotia?
1: By plane, 45 minutes. By drive? By drive? I don't know. There's like a six-hour ferry ride involved. Really? Hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. I'll have to take your word for it. I haven't yet been. Like to you own. know, the
1: reason why Newfoundland's called the Rock, right? It's like a fucking island. Yes,
0: yes, I am aware
1: of that. So you can't like drive to Newfoundland. You
0: can't drive to Newfoundland. So when you're, well,
1: you can. You have to take. You have to take a ferry, though. But can't like, so you, you drive have to travel, a boat? But... I mean,
0: cars aren't yeah. the only vehicle that can be driven. Is all I'm trying to say. You could drive an I'm airplane or too. For the record,
1: you fly an airplane.
0: I think you can drive one.
1: On the aprons. Yes, but not on the fucking air.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. You know you do work in aviation, so you know more about airplanes than yeah, me. I do.
1: But I do I do know a lot about fucking more than I ever thought I would ever know about fucking airplanes. Yeah. To be honest with you, I know more about these fucking things <laughs> than if you asked me 10 years ago. Thomas, what do you know about planes? I could not even name a fucking brand of airplane. <laughs> now I know the differences between them and I can tell you like I can like visually see one and be like yeah, that's that kind of fucking If you book a flight right
0: and you find out it's a certain type of plane are you like for fuck's sakes?
1: Yes, actually.
0: That's funny. <laughs> Very knowledgeable <laughs> man. Like,
1: like it's like I know too much now. Yeah. And you can't go back. And it's the worst. It's the worst because like, bird nerds exist. There's not people that are into birds. They're just into fucking airplanes. And like, Sean, I'll tell you this right now. I don't give a fiddler's fuck about airplanes. Yes, I know a lot about them now because of my job. I don't give two fucks about them. No, it's a weird.
0: Not, some people do care. I guess. Yeah, it's like trains. Oh, oh,
1: oh I had one guy in my class. Like he was, like, oh. You guys get 787 sometimes, don't you? Like, Well, not at this station. Oh, that's disappointing. But if I ever went to Vancouver or something, I guess I could see those there. And I'm like, yeah, man, calm down. It's
0: <laughs> that's not something to be excited about.
1: Yeah, dude,
0: relax. That's like, funny.
1: It would like be the conversations my dad and Uncle Sparky used to have about cars. My dad, like Uncle Sparky, the big car guy, yeah. loves his cars and knows all these things. And he'll be like, Chris, what's your favorite kind of car? And my dad would go, a blue one.
0: Nice. I love... There's nothing more... This happened at work, like, a year ago. This older guy at our work got a Camaro, and it was a sexy fucking car. And he opens up the hood, and all these car guys are piling around it. Oh, my God, look at the manifold. Oh, my God, look at this. Oh, my God, look at that. And I'm like, guys, did you see these fucking windshield wipers? And everyone, like, every single one of them turns to me, like, just shut the fuck up. Like, that's what you guys sound like to me. You sound... (laughs) Like, who gives a flying fuck what that (laughs) looks like? If you get in, you turn the key, and you push the gas, does it go? Excellent. That's fucking cool, guys.
1: It does its job, guys. Cool.
0: It's the same with anything, though. I guess if it doesn't tickle your fucking fancy, then it just doesn't. Like, people that listen to our show but don't like Star Trek, they're like, yeah, we get it, guys. You fucking love it. But not all of us do. Like, you know, that kind of shit, but...
1: Yeah, we get that feedback quite a bit.
0: Yeah, we do. But people need to lighten up and then start enjoying life and watch Star Trek. It's just how it is. <laughs> yeah. We know what we're talking about. So yeah, we have no, a podcast. No, I'm, planning
1: Argentina, I'm planning Argentina in March, which I'm fucking stoked for. And then, like, I got vacation time coming up, uh, like, October, where I got to think of somewhere else cool to go. But what I'm really hoping for is to get out of the training department and go back to the ramp where I could switch shifts again and yeah have really like like have like time like so like our shifts are like four days on four days off and you can trade shift trade so like if i work pick up a whole bunch of shifts and then like make a whole bunch of extra money and then i can go and fuck off for a bit and then like go do that like i that's what i want to do that was like the dream thing i wanted to do with this job for so long and i haven't been able to do and i like i can't wait to do it interesting like i would like to arrange it so it's like a tuesday to a tuesday where i just fuck off to somewhere because if you try to come back on a weekend it's a nightmare but if you fly on a tuesday it's the best day to fly when you're flying standby because nobody fucking flies on a tuesday business people fly on sundays and mondays and then uh if you're going somewhere for the weekend it's either thursday or friday yeah and then if you're coming back like saturdays oh usually okay but like those are the people that are coming back they need a fucking day at home before they go back to what they're doing and sunday is the very last day people can go home so like you know tuesday to tuesday is the best time to travel
0: that's good to know it yeah. would be fun <clears throat> it would be fun too to work a monday and then leave on a trip
1: yeah that is like the goal man like i ever had a friend and this kind of inspired me the other day like I, like i had a friend she just went to in New York for twenty seven hours. That's awesome. Just for the of it. like I want to go to NYC, and like it's the thing. It's like we can just do this, right? Like you know how insane that is to me that we can just do that.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Hey, just to be in a place like that, even for a day. I've said that to Crystal. Like a weekend trip once we're passported up. Like I've, I'm worried that because I like collecting things. Once I get my passport, I feel like I'm gonna want to start collecting memories, and I'm gonna be like, "Let's fucking go!" We'll I think you're
1: gonna get into magnets in a big way.
0: I have—I went through that phase. I it already came and went.
1: No, like, like you're gonna go like that's that's gonna be the Sean souvenirs, just like the magnet of the city you were in. No, mm,
0: uh, I could see Starbucks cups because they're kind of don't cool.
1: do that. Don't. Do they're do just that. too big. They're they're big, they're clunky, and, like...
0: I could see it, though. I'm just saying. Like, if I was going to have a stupid one, it might be that one. Or, Mm. like, magnets, nah, not my thing. Shot Mm. glasses, fuck yeah. Because we have a lot of shot glasses in our bar, and I don't mind having more, because it's fucking baller when you can do, like, ten rounds of shots at a party, and each time everyone gets a brand-new glass one. So then the next day you have, like... 800 little mini cups that you have to wash but at the party it's fucking lit
1: yeah or pins for your new jean jacket that you're gonna get
0: yeah well pins if i was gonna get them they'd be for the fanny pack but
1: what is it 1986
0: oh i'm gonna fanny pack like really fucking hard bro
1: you're going to have sunblock on your nose, too, aren't I'm you?
0: taking it back. You literally just talked about how white I am.
1: <laughs> it's true.
0: I'll be fine. Man, I don't want to burn when I go like tropical. Like, so I
1: afraid. still look like I have a tan. Like Maybe you're sitting in the dark and it's not helping you. Yeah. But I, I still look like I have color.
0: I got color. I got loads of flavor. I don't know
1: if that's color. I think that you're
0: reflecting off the... <laughs>
1: <laughs> the flag behind you. No, I You're coming off in blue. It's fucking Are you crazy. Cold?
0: September, I would say September fifteenth. I have lost any tan that I gained over the summer, and I'm yeah. full winter white, ready to blend in with the snow in Alberta. Yeah, that's fucking unbelievable. That's fucking great. Yeah, I love it. Uh, it's funny.
1: <sighs> well, Tommy boy, I think
0: that might be an episode. Yeah, I think we got her in the books, buddy. Great job, but we were all over the fucking place today, which is pretty much what we always do. do. Yeah,
1: you wrap it up because I want to see you change your voice and say your line like you're a kid in an elementary school play. You're a mean man.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for joining us this week on this episode of Two Sides of the Story. I am Sean Sides, and this has been One Side of the Story.
1: I'm Tom Sides. This has been another Side of the Story. You're so adorable. Have a great week, week, everyone. Have a great week. Live long and (laughs) prosper. Two Two sides of the
0: story. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod, that's the number two, Sides of the Story Pod at gmail.com.